Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's 106. Uh, I, 106... What is that? Is that anything? Um, one oh six. Gunofix is my new firearms repair service. Oh yeah, all app based. <laughs> it's all on the app. We have no office. You just. Uh, you just go open up your Gunnafix uh, app and someone will come over to your place and will fix your um, Uzi. <laughs> I am gonna 106 uh, get some get some kicks. Where does that phrase come from? Get some kicks out of stuff. Raya, get your kicks on Route 66. Get your kicks. I don't know, maybe it's like those old dance moves that used to have a lot of kicking in them. So like you'd go out and have a dance and kick kick yourself I, maybe, a good time. Maybe it's like in the old days people were more like three year olds and when they had a good time they just kicked their legs out. Well yeah, they got on their backs like uh like a bug and just sort of <laughs> just kick you. <laughs> That's like um some of those photos you see of like white guys in the in the nineteen thirties reacting to jazz. <laughs> and they're like clutching their head and like falling down and they're just amazed at this at this saxophone sound it must have been incredible if all you'd ever heard was Bach and then someone someone started playing blue notes like da 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 and you go <laughs> what you must have if, broken your brain yeah you you've, you've never heard live music or you've heard like your grandfather singing a song, which is like, uh, "Gotta get myself a brand new jug." Just something about jugs. <laughs> it would have melted. Songs your are head, still it? all about jugs, of course, <laughs> but a different kind of jugs. That's right. It's about the jugs you don't uh, blow air on the lid of, unless they want to, unless they like it, <laughs> unless you both agree it as adults. That is a, a good thing to do. Um, have you uh, um, have you got your vaccine yet, Phil? I haven't, and I'm livid. No, no, I'm too goddamn fit and healthy. <laughs> this my whole life, I've been out of breath going up the stairs, and yeah, I've got athlete's foot, and you know, I I feel like I should be ahead of some people in the queue. But yeah. I don't think I'm ahead of anyone. I've I've I'm sort of physically inept enough to suffer <laughs> generally in my life, but yeah. not physically um impaired enough to skip ahead of the queue. I'm in the worst <laughs> of all worlds really. Yeah, I that what is I think I don't respect athlete's foot. I'll say it. Do you, do you, have you, do you not hear the athlete part of it? 
<laughs> yeah, that's the part that confuses me. But also, like, as a as a condition, it's just like, right, so you're going to kind of... You, you eat my foot skin? What are you? Do you spread? Um, An athlete's foot is like, nah. Yeah, it's just sort of like a growth. It's like you've got a little garden down there, a little overgrowth. You've got weeds. You've got weeds on your foot, basically. The foot weeds. Yeah. It's, 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 to me, it's in the same tedious category as, like, uh, you have to cut your nails. Right. But everyone has to cut their nails. Not everyone has... Not everyone is athletic enough to have athlete's foot. Well, that's true. Just but I just mean, like, in stuff that's not serious enough to be, like, dealt with in a way that feels necessary, but is still there and annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, cutting your hair. Like, why does our hair keep growing? I don't understand. Yeah, Can a that's doctor please tell me what the benefit what I mean. of our hair and our fingernails always growing is? That's what I mean. It's, 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 it's a form of basic body admin that I find to be drudgery. But if you lose a leg, tough luck, it's not going to grow back. Only the useless things grow back. Only the things that are a chore to maintain grow back. Things you actually need to grow back don't grow back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have to go get my liver trimmed. Actually, your liver does grow back. <laughs> We're going to have to give you a lung cut. Your lungs have overgrown. Ugh, too yuck. breathy. Horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that would not. That sounds. Yeah, it does sound gross. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be that. That's not a good career path. Lung trimmer. Um, speaking of illness, have you seen um, how the EU are now committed to shitting their pants every day? With regards, yes, to every vaccine? every every single day they've decided that uh, you know some some guy some guy called Horbjorn Spordeldon will stand up and say. My uncle has a friend whose friend took the vaccine and died, so we're going to stop it now. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's like it's like they watched Britain shit its pants every day for four years and thought, <laughs> now we would like to try. <laughs> There's a law in the EU that negotiations have to be equal between partners, and so every time Britain shat their pants, the EU made a note of it. <laughs> we'll do this later. We'll do this all in 2021. <laughs> it I is mean, embarrassing, but, especially because yeah. Phil, we are, you know, Remainers, Ramonas, yeah, yeah. Rewingers, um, regloters. Briefly, this briefly regloters. The regloting only lasted for a month. Yeah, um, it's embarrassing. That, that, that's what I'm annoyed so much more most about is that you are embarrassing me. It's yes, it. it 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 feels like, and I I imagine this is what it's like to watch your football team do really badly in an important <laughs> match. It's like, come on, I bought the shirt, I bought all the tickets, I I I defend you online, and this is yeah. how you thank me. I, <laughs> I shit on my friends who disagree that you're good. That's right. That's uh, true. Is this 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 is yeah. you and me like uh. uh clasping our hands together and looking at the EU flag and saying with wide eyes, is this football? <laughs> is this what football fans have every day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's really embarrassing. Um, it's amazing how someone whose job is to be a bureaucrat who understands numbers uh, can still just not understand numbers. 
Yeah, I mean, so just to bring people up to speed to maybe are not as how you say um, unsociable as us. Um, the EU uh, are, are, are like a few EU countries, including the Netherlands and like like the sen- the famously sensible ones, the the ones that we all go, oh, I wish I lived in Norway. But it's like Norway, Netherlands, yeah, where else? Ireland. I think Iceland, Ireland. Um, I think Ireland as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Ireland, they're saying no to the Oxford vaccine just to be sure, to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's because one of them took it and started talking about the Queen, and they thought this is a trick. (laughs) Yeah, but basically, a a number of people who've had the Oxford vaccine have had blood clots. The same number of people who would have got a blood clot anyway from just being alive. Well, that's what's amazing is there's a, the, the, there's a Finnish study that shows that it's actually even less people, fewer people than would have had blood clots in the general population. It's actually really, yeah, it's 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 not quite as many. It's it's almost as much as a normal amount. It's truly incredible to watch the EU turn into your uncle on Facebook. <laughs> And I mean, to just go, happened? and just to go like my ninety-nine-year-old grandmother ate a pancake, and the next day, dead. <laughs> a truck ran over her and flattened her into you know what shape? Pancake. Coincidence? <laughs> and do you know what the truck so. was carrying? A syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I think she turned into part pancake, saw a syrup truck, wanted to be covered in it, and she ran into the road, overcome with her new pancake DNA. <laughs> I'm asking for a hundred million from Bill Gates to keep the story to myself. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... But like, is, is, it, is it you going... Because they've not been able to get... First, they didn't have enough Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines. And yeah. now they don't want them. Is it the case that they went, well, we're not getting these anyway. We might as well score a few points. Yeah. We and may say, as well oh, it's gross everyone. anyway. <laughs> I didn't think you were that fit, you frigid. frigid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's the Pfizer vaccine that has to be frigid. Yes. To be fair, that is the very a very frigid vaccine. The most frigid you, vaccine by far. Do you think in the long run it would actually save money to write correlation is not causation on the moon? <laughs> Just so that every night, every human on Earth had to look up and go, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, with every, every chapter of Thinking Fast and Slow, I feel that much smarter than everyone else on Earth. And it goes, ee <laughs> You number-ignoring fools, you barbarians with your feelings and your hunches. Yeah, I mean, as you say, it must be what it's like to support a, a, a suddenly a suddenly shit or selectively shit football team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully it'll dispel this myth of the... Of the perfectly run Scandinavian countries. Yes, yeah, which is never... like The, the myth only exists outside of Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're sort of like Europe's New Zealand. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, mm. that'll be the day when Jacinda Ardern comes out as QAnon. 
she's been uh. really sensible this whole time. And then she comes out and goes, at least we don't have a secret network of pedophiles like in the United States. <laughs> and everyone goes, sorry, uh. what? Sorry, what? Could, could, could everyone be calm? I'm just waiting for the next message from Q. <laughs> to know what to do next. <laughs> I've been following his advice the entire time. That would be the most terrifying, as if she was a QAnon follower, but then she'd interpreted all the advice really sensibly. Yeah, that's funny. That'd be strange. (laughs) Her natural sensibleness had just filtered into the conspiracy in her own head. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Have your... your, Bad time to be Ramona. Yes, yeah. Have, have your parents got the vaccine yet? My parents have both got their letters. My dad's getting it uh, uh, very soon. Uh, today, I think, letters. in fact. And my mom is getting it in a week. Yeah, it's like... Um, it's kind of like an exciting jury duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you call it? Nothing Nothing needle-related sounds like jury. In Jab, jury jabby duty. Du- jabby duty. Jabby duty. That's a jabby duty. Injury. In- injury. It's not really an injury. Mm. I mean, technically, a, a Filipino lady is going to stab you, but yes. in um, in the best very possible way. Manner. <laughs> yeah. My my mother has had both of hers. Oh, great! Um, because she is a, a doctor, NHS. Um, my father's in Malaysia. I think, I think, I think he might get his in a month or or a bit, but I, we don't know. We don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm just looking forward to meeting um, Bill Gates. Yeah, in your dreams. In my dreams, or both of my parents will just turn into Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just grow his glasses and his sort of, <laughs> his sort of like calm, confident nerdiness. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the final... That's the final way he's going to really defeat Steve Jobs, is that Steve Jobs will have passed away and Bill Gates will be everyone. <laughs> it, was a, it was a real mark of maturity to realise that uh, between the two is actually Bill Gates that's the good one. For ages you think, <laughs> oh, it's, it's Steve Jobs who's the good one. He makes the max. You know, he 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 was like the the underdog for ages, and then they broke through to become the biggest company on earth. <laughs> and then, and then he died, and you go, oh, no, and that's sad or whatever. But it's only later on you realize, oh, it's actually Bill Gates who's like eradicated polio or whatever, and and I mean, without him, like, where would we be at right now with the vaccines? We'd be far behind. We'd be way far behind. Yeah, vaccines and 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 polio and measles and uh, malaria. Yeah, Steve Steve Jobs was like the um, overly generous uh, stepdad. But Windows Emmy was that shit that everyone's gone. He must be an idiot. He must be a, a dickhead. Yeah. Have yeah, you seen yeah. Outlook? He must be an asshole. Yeah. What's what's <laughs> access yeah. even for? Why do we all have access? <laughs> yeah, everyone's gone. God, Bill Gates, Dad, you're so lame. Not like cool stepdad Steve Jobs. He buys me trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he bought me a phone with a camera in it. <laughs> what can your phone do? Yeah. Um, Paul and yes, Gates. Uh, Steve Jobs was a former hippie, which, was, as we all know, should have made him untrustworthy from the start. 
Yeah, this was in a time when I thought that hippie, you know, if you're a hippie, is like you're all into peace, man. And but you're not. Yeah, it's just it's just selfishness and uh, selfishness and long hair. That's all hippiedom is. <laughs> uh, but you, it is a lot of know, fun to, huh? Yeah, go on. No, as I say, it's a lot of fun to um, you, me, and um, fellow comedians and friends, Finn Taylor, Sean McLaughlin, used to do this to adopt deliberately anti-hippie rhetoric from the sort of 70s, like Nixon stuff, to just be like, goddamn long hairs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, if you told me when I was, like, 16 that uh, most of my adulthood would be spent hating hippies, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> but I should have. I should have. But I was just thinking, uh, like, uh, you know, Bill Gates... I, I, basically, I don't know if you've discussed this before. Elon Musk keeps getting named the most rich, the richest person in the world, and I don't know why. I've seen like fifteen Teslas in my life. <laughs> like, how is he richer than Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos? So, somehow, somehow, Elon Musk has gone up to the the finance world, and he's gone. And I, I'm, not, I'm never entirely sure what he sounds like because he's originally South African, but he's lived in America for ages. So I'll just do a, a, a weird South African accent. He's gone up to the world of finance and he's gone, I'm the richest man in the world. And they've all gone, no, you're not. You only sell 16 cars a year. And then he's gone, no, but imagine if I sold all the cars. <laughs> and everyone's gone, right. oh, my God. <laughs> he's right. He's but right. That, if he sold all the cars, oh my god! And then it's the stock price has gone bow up. Does that get counted in your wealth, the value of your company, or is it just the value of his Tesla stocks? And it's, it's all of it. It's all of it. It's net worth. It's everything. Right, right, right. Okay, so basically, whenever people start jerking off over Tesla again, he becomes the richest man on earth. Yes, yeah, yeah, and and because there is a stock and it is traded. There are dividends from the stock. So as much as everyone's like, oh, none of his money exists. And it's like, yeah, but his his shareholders paid him in cash a $20 billion you know, bonus or salary for doing well and tweeting a lot or whatever. So he does have that many billions. And then the rest are the, you know, theoretical or in valuation. But yeah, he just seems to have convinced everyone that like he's the equivalent of the Henry Ford company in 1901 or something. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, he's the first once, meme billionaire. He's the <laughs> his uh, also his understanding of internet culture is always a good. The most up to date is he's about about two years behind, sometimes up to ten. Yeah. He's he's never he's never more than a few minutes away from tweeting that something is is epic bacon. Yeah, he's like an embarrassing dad trying to be cool with the kids, but but because he's got space rockets, people people let it slide. I understand why people think he's he's cool though, because he has tricked the world of finance in some way, and also he just went on Joe Rogan and smoked a load of weed, and then just went, uh, yeah. "Ha ha, Tesla stock should be worth four twenty, ha ha ha," <laughs> and it worked. Well, yeah, he, is that when he had to step down as um, chairman, chairman, uh, or down from the board or something? Basically, I don't know. He, I think they. He keeps but, he keeps altering the, the price the stock price of his own company. 
he got investigated. I, don't, I think he only temporarily had to step down while he was investigated by like the Financial Conduct Authority or whatever it's oh, called okay. in the States. And then they technically couldn't find anything wrong with it. And then he was like, haha, suck my dick, 420, haha, hashtag. <laughs> and the stock yeah. just kept going up. Mm. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's probably, like, he's the kind of guy where I imagine if I went to his mansion in the sort of um, hallway of his mansion, he's got like an enormous framed oil painting of like SpongeBob square pants. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. And, um, this, and this is a good game. What's NFTs? What's Elon, huh? I, and a, what does the Elon Musk have in his house? Yeah. I reckon he has um, an NFT of um, two girls, one cup. <laughs> Do you know about these NFTs? Yes, yeah. They, you you can own a meme forever, in theory. Non fungible tokens. Making like own pieces of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's it's mad. I, I, yeah, he's got an, <laughs> yeah he's got an NFT of two girls, one cup. That's perfect. I, um... uh, I reckon uh, I reckon he's got a T-shirt where it's it's ET. Yeah, yeah. But and he's instead of raising his finger to 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 be like, oh like helpful, it's he's giving the finger. Nice. Yeah. 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 And the tip is still glowing. <laughs> what I wonder if I I'm gonna sell I'm gonna put on uh, for auction the, the NFT for all of my Facebook posts while I was u- at university, <laughs> which were all just about me playing pool with my friend Chris and who won pool that day, <laughs> and like whether anyone in college has a Pritt stick I can borrow. How much do you think I can get for that? <laughs> I think that um, as long as you just can capture some of Elon Musk's incredible charisma and ability to convince people, you could get, you know, 10 billion pounds. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah. but you've got to work on your ability to just say, but imagine if it was the most valuable art in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's all made up. Did you see this? Um, sorry to keep going on about NFTs, but this guy, this like digital artist who's just sold, he just sold something for $63 million. Yeah, he was some a, sort of artist before. Picture. Yeah, he's like an Instagram sort of artist and he just did a digital picture every day for 
five years or something. And he put them all together into a single collage. And Christie's, the auction house, put it um, up for auction. Their first ever purely digital sale. And and there's this video of him watching watching the the auction at home with his family. And they're just screaming because the price it starts out like $100. And a couple of hours later, it's up at $30 million, $40 million. Oh, wait, hang on, though. Has he been paid the money? Because sometimes you see that on eBay, people betting, bidding like £10 million on a toenail for a joke or whatever. Has he been given the money? Well, I mean, like, it's a proper auction house. Um, I suppose. I suppose so. so. I, 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 you know, there, there's like, it'll be $9 million of fees or whatever going to Christie's, and then the rest, I, I'm guessing, goes to him. I mean, in reality... The, the same level of nonsense and, and fraud applies to the actual physical art world. Oh yeah, and I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm by no means saying this is particularly fraudulent, but it's it. But what's amazing about it is that you're not getting anything physical. All you can do is you can say that you have the the digital rights to a picture that anyone can screen grab. Well, I guess uh, there was a guy on the radio who had a the, a kind of Professor Frink voice, so I could tell he was a nerd. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, well, you know, you can buy a poster or you can take a photograph of the Mona Lisa. It doesn't change the fact that you own it. That's true. That's true. Um, which is like, it's true, but it's also the same as saying, uh, don't worry, this is as mentally ill as trying to buy the Mona Lisa. <laughs> but there's a difference, obviously. I mean, there is a, a distinct physical difference between a poster and the actual painted Mona Lisa, whereas there's no real physical difference between the two digital pictures of the same thing. I suppose so. I mean, it's it's probably just going to devolve into just another way to launder money. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all Bitcoin technology, and Bitcoin is shady as shit, and also just so um, energy, um, you know, just so energy intensive. Yeah, it's what is so it? bad for the environment. Uh, Bit- you know, Bitcoin now uses Bitcoin. more energy than New Zealand. Yeah, I Not mean, even all Jacinda can catch up. <laughs> I mean, full credit to f- the world of finance and the internet finding a way. Like, as global warming gets worse and worse, and things are actually get, just getting digital, so we don't need to worry about mining gold <laughs> and and lithium and whatever as much and. Platinum is finding a way to still completely fuck everything up, and still and and call it mining. It's still, still <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how much man's got a mine. A man needs a mine. Do you think um the inventor of Bitcoin was looking out at uh, an illegal gold mining field in Sierra Leone, and he saw the sort of devastation and people pouring? boric acid into rivers and trees being burned and smoke and chemicals and then he saw the UN come in and shut it down and he just shook his head and went we can't lose this <laughs> this is who we are this is the most beautiful thing and I refuse to live in a world where somebody can't say I'm sorry the trees are dead because of mining I will invent a mine in the sky. <laughs> sky mine. I will call it 
I, I'll keep the secrets to its invention in my mind, mine. <laughs> Everything's just a mine every, for him. Everything in terms of a mine. Yeah. But I mean, it's, like, I, I almost, I thought, like, you know, my, my viral uh, Tom Hiddleston video. Yes. I was like, I wonder, you know, I could, I could put, I could put that up for auction. I wonder how much that would get. Probably like, do it, do it, do it, do it. Twenty pounds. But like then, then I'm, then I'm contributing to this terrible environmental disaster. I suppose, but you know, we also have iPhones. Yeah, but that's that just comes at a human cost, <laughs> and humans are endlessly replaceable. Whereas we only have one planet. There's an environmental cost. Sorry? There's an environmental cost to iPhones or the cobalt. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think it's it's more proportionate than than selling something imaginary online. Something that At yeah, least I have that, a physical phone that 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 helps me do things every day. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's, I suppose yeah, something imaginary that's that if it does exist it only exists in terms of loads and loads of carbon in the atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder, like, uh, I mean, I remember particularly, um, you know, switched on friend of mine telling me about Bitcoin when I was in like high school. Really? Yeah, I uh, like really early oh, on. So it's like it, late noughties, mid mid noughties. Oh uh, nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It would have been 09. And I remember thinking, I remember, God, if, imagine if I'd just bought like 10 for like 50p or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I know someone, they were just texting me the other day, who, who's, they were talking to me about NFTs, and and she she bought 10 Bitcoin in 2010. Or 2014 even. 2014, she bought 10 Bitcoin. um, And she lost the code. She lost the password. No, I was just going to say she's one of these people that like is... Lost the thing. No, Phil. It's amazing. Like, I think it's like a fifth. I think a fifth of all Bitcoin are lost. A fifth of all Bitcoin are inaccessible. It's some kind of fucking ridiculous pirate treasure economy. (laughs) Yeah, and they're just gone forever now. And there's only a finite number of Bitcoins. So those are just gone forever. They're completely wasted. It's, it's, It's a stupid idea. It's a stupid idea. I just and people like, must just stop it, stop <laughs> it. Did, did you see that I'm, story? I'm doing the Leave Britney video alone, but about centralized um, banks. <laughs> Leave centralized financial authorities alone. <laughs> Leave the Fed alone. <laughs> uh, uh, I just. Do you see that story of the the Welsh guy who had like 150 yeah. Bitcoin on a, on a memory oh. stick and it's he's lost it in a landfill? Just photos of him in 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 a in a tip in Wales, just stood on a mountain of rubbish, just his head in his hands. I cannot imagine. Ugh. I mean, every every day he wakes up to that. Every day. Every day he wakes up and thinks to himself. You could check the stock market and go, oh, that's a, another 1.5 million pounds overnight I have made. Oh, my God. He's like a character from a fable. Yeah, yeah, he's like something from a Greek tragedy or an episode of The Twilight Zone. It's like it's like saying to someone that the money's going to keep growing in a bank account and you can check your balance, but you can never withdraw anything. It's like something on a Black Mirror, Pierre. 
I know no one said this for a while, but <laughs> I'm bringing it back. It's like it's like something out of Black Mirror. <laughs> this COVID thing is like something out of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, the, <clears throat> I think I tweeted once. That's my favorite thing to do whilst watching Black Mirror is say out loud, oh, "This is like something out of Black Mirror." <laughs> I wonder if Black Mirror is going to have to fucking up its game after the year we've had. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't... the Last year's horror wasn't technologically... Well, I guess they'll have to up their game in that technology was our saviour. And our um, our captor was good old-fashioned nature. Yeah. In the form of a little wriggly Caroni. Well, that's it. It was, it was, it was the old Caroni and also like... There's the, the, it's now that they did something like imagine an entirely digital auction for something that doesn't even exist. It's like no, we did we did that we did that. <laughs> yeah, we did that. We live in a dystopia. You're gonna have to try harder to live in a dystopia in fiction because we've already done everything that makes something a fucked up dystopia. We've done it now. Yeah, I guess that's kind of why Black Mirror sort of lost its way a little when one was just like imagine if. Uh, fucking Miley Cyrus was sad. That's that was one episode. Imagine if Miley Cyrus was sad. <laughs> I did see some amazing tweet from an American saying that like every episode of Black Mirror is just like a, a stoned British guy breathing out a you know load of weed and going. Imagine if your mum was batteries. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's um, Charlie Brooker is a, is an inspiring figure for that reason because he used to just smoke weed and live on his friend's couch and make fun of TV shows, and now, you know, yeah, he's the world's most powerful. He's the rich, world's richest man. Um, right after Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. If he if, if he was only better at memes, he would be up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he 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 lived the. Charlie Brooker lived the stoner dream. He watched TV. He reviewed video games yeah. for a magazine, uh, and he was mean about TV shows. He was mean enough about TV shows until they so that they all went fine. You write one, and he did, and everyone <laughs> loved it. <laughs> and then he's he's married and had kids with a, a hot lady from TV shows that he used to watch. Yeah, man. I think we're all going to wake up one day and realize we were all in Charlie Brooker's wet dream. <laughs> we all got matrixed into his dream. That's right. And that it, Charlie Brooker himself is like something out of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. That's how he could write such a good mindfuck show. His whole life is a mindfuck. Of course, of course. Um, I I've been enjoying the our our Twitter straw poll of favorite Bud Pod moments. Yes, yeah. Well, so I had an ulterior motive in asking because I'm I'm tempted to to bother to fill in all the forms and do all the editing to uh, send us in for the British Podcast Awards, Phil. Oh wow, really? But they don't half want a lot of clips and filling in forms. Good lord, forms even podcasting. The the which was supposed to democratize the world of audio that it's full of is bu- it's full of bureaucracy. <laughs> yes, when when will pod pod exit pod, pod exit? Yes, that's right. Happen. 
cut all this red tape. Um, yeah, well, that's exciting. Um, I mean, the from my cursory glance of the replies, unsurprisingly, Raw Chicken Fight Club it oh. seems to be the fan favorite, the 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 people's hero. Raw Raw Chicken Fight Club is going to be something that, like, I think it's going to be the 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 last thing I say on my deathbed. <laughs> It's going to be like Rosebud. I'm going to drop an MP3 player from my hand in slow motion. I'm going to go say, Raw Chicken Fight Club. <laughs> and my family are going to be like, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> uh, uh, raw Chicken just Fight think, Club. Uh, yeah. Because we, so we got sent that by someone who's a friend of the teacher who did the discovery. And, and if I ever meet the teacher, uh, it's going to be like... When you when you read about you know someone in like uh, the war who finally meets the person who wrote them all those letters you know yeah it, it's like when they finally find Private Ryan and they're like <laughs> it's you <laughs> and they're all confused what do you mean it's like you've done more than you could ever know sir <laughs> come with us so watching a fire club is definitely the, how many how many bits um, do we need to submit. You just between one and five. I mean, some people, some people would have just said their favorite bits, and it has to be from the last year or so. But some people just said their favorite bits anyway, which is still a lot of fun. I still really enjoyed reading them. So much stuff that I'd forgotten about. We're good at podcasting, Phil. We're good at this. Yeah, yeah, Mechatine. Mechatine. <laughs> Mechatine. Yeah, just um. yelling by the power of a thousand wanks over and over again. <laughs> Batman smelling of cum. I I do always laugh at that. <laughs> I don't. Maybe because I value Batman too much. I think it's disrespectful. But uh, <laughs> I laugh at your impression of Commissioner Gordon saying he smells of zinc. Oh, <laughs> smells of zinc. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. not to turn this into a, a clip show, listeners. But um, thanks for sending that in. It was a, a straw poll on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, then do reply to it with your. It was uh, basically the question was anything that you like would deliberately go back and listen to again or made you cry laughing and so it's very interesting as well to see to see how many answers you know are, are the same so raw chicken fight club and how many are just like very specific to individuals it's always interesting yeah some people just like a, just a single turn of phrase for one second one episode some at some point yes. Yes, yes, yes. One, one, one guy's favorite was um, Dawn of Agriculture, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> you won't see that on the BBC. <laughs> you won't. You won't. And, and, and it's, a, it's a disgrace. It's disgusting, as someone on question, in the Question Time audience might say. Frankly, it's well, disgusting. It's disgusting. I Actually, to be fair, the little kid whispering disgusting, that's high, that's high up there. Oh, of course. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Would you ever go on Question Time, Pierre? Uh, here's, here's the only reason to go on. If you went on and caused a big old ruckus, it would immediately yeah. compel one other show to have you on, for some reason. Yeah. So maybe that would start some kind of snowball effect TV career. But there are yeah. so many downsides, and it's such an awful show, that I don't know if it's worth the risk of 
of accidentally pooping your pants. I don't want to contribute the cult to a culture that says that people's thoughts and opinions matter. <laughs> I don't want to contribute to that culture. Where it's toxic. Yeah, you, it doesn't matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. And I don't want to go on a TV show that says otherwise. Yes, I I want to go I want to go on a TV show called No Comment. <laughs> That's funny. Just someone asking you questions for an hour and you just say no comment everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just a or, yeah, or just a TV show called No Time for Questions and it's everyone just gets to say what they came there to say and the audience sit there with their hands in the air and at the end David Dimbleby just says oh, sorry we don't have any time for questions and it ends. <laughs> Uh, that's the dream (laughs) do you think it's funny that Fiona Bruce presents Question Time and Antiques Roadshow (laughs) I guess actually a lot of Question Time audiences um, are indistinguishable from Antiques yes and and some of the views of the guests on Question Time are sort of niche strange things from the past that are worth examining yeah it's like something a shotgun from the 18th century might think <laughs> also, she's used to just telling really hopeful people, like, "I'm terribly sorry, but what you've brought me today is a is a piece of shit. It's a useless plastic bowl. But in this case, the useless plastic bowl is your thoughts, <laughs> your opinion on global trade is like a cheap ceramic imitation of a Chinese vase." I remember so vividly, I think it was in the run-up to Brexit, it was the first time I thought maybe this vote actually won't go the way I wanted to or the way I expected to. And I guess it wasn't question time, or maybe it was this question time special, which was a debate between um, David Cameron, uh, who was on the side of Remain, and who was on the other side? Was It It wasn't Boris, was it? It could have been Gove. Yeah, maybe it was. And I just remember there was a Brexiteer in the audience who said to David Cameron, uh, the, uh, our share of world trade used to be like 20%. And now it's 18%. And David Cameron was like, oh yeah, well that's because the economies of China and India have grown a lot since then. And so they've taken up, they've taken up uh, a large proportion of the world of world trade, our, our, we haven't lost trade. It's just other people have got more. And this guy just went, "But we used to be at twenty, and now we're at 18. <laughs> and David Cameron was like, "Right, yeah, no, it's not. We haven't. We're not trading less. It's just that other people are tr- trading. It's just how proportion is. It? He, he just wanted to say this is how percentages work. And the guy just kept going, "We used to be at twenty, and now we're eighteen. And at that oh point, I was like, God. "Oh shit, maybe this won't work because people don't understand fractions." People don't understand fractions or numbers. And also, the guy who's saying that, who's really into the fact that it used to be 20 and now it's 18, he just runs a shop. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, not, he's, he's not a global tin exporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his, the amount of uh, toothbrushes he can sell is not going to change. It's, it's literally, it's not like, a, and uh, we'd like to thank the um, international CEO and founder of Mask Shipping uh, for that question. <laughs> it's, that, that's, that's why it was always a mistake, is that it was getting really complicated, boring stuff and saying, yeah, but what does, the, what does Dave reckon? 
What does that guy we know reckon? Let's just let him take over the plane for a bit and just jiggle the handle. See what he reckons about the way things are flying. Yeah, I guess that's fast fundamentally flawed with a... Uh, a fucking... Um, oh, have I forgotten the word for a big vote? Referendum. Oh, Jesus Christ. I need to go on a <laughs> run or something. Um, the problem with the referendum is that it's just a big vote on what you reckon. Yeah. Go on, everyone. We'll change everything depending on what you reckon. Um, yeah. Let's but, just have a, a, a wild emotions-based stab in the dark. Um, but once more, you know, they, the EU have really let us down here because... I mean, it's still, it still is the case. Like, I've always had to say this to myself. No matter how well... Even if Brexit is the best thing in the world ever, it was still a mistake. Because you have, the, you know, this principle of you had no, you had no right to expect this outcome. Yes. Yeah, you don't, you don't, um, the ends don't justify the means if the means were insane and, and, risked, and risked everything for disproportionately. Yeah, if you put all your money on a bet that you would 99% lose, even if you win and become a billionaire, it was still a stupid bet. Yeah, you don't you don't get to claim that you planned to buy a winning lottery ticket. <laughs> you don't get but to I mean, claim this is, that. This is uh this is some top draw remoning uh, we're doing now. It is. And the, the real casualty of the EU's vaccine fuck-ups is 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 the easy analogies. We've really lost those now. It um, really is cuz the world will not stop adding complexity to situations. And I, I'm so I'm so sick of ambiguity, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> It's really terrible. <laughs> nothing, nothing more disgusting than ambiguity. But it's it's also like as as you say, that's the annoying thing about coronavirus as well is that it, it's go- it's going to be used to disguise the already tremendous hit to the economy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the vaccine um, you fuck up couldn't have happened. It's, it's almost like it was timed to happen like the week after Brexit happened. Yeah, it's literally the second everyone was going. Wait, did we? Wait, a tariff is money that costs us money, and the second people were getting their heads around that, everyone just went. It just went vaccine fuck up. <laughs> the irony, the irony being that the kind of the kind of like most pro Brexit nutters online tend to be kind of anti vax. We hate red, red tape. Never force me to do anything. Libertarians. <laughs> yeah, so now they've got a a real difficult choice to make, haven't they? Yeah, they're essentially going, ha ha, the EU isn't as good at uh, the secret Illuminati vaccine as we are, which is bad. <laughs> our 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 centralised state Stalinist efficiency is, is way better and bad than the EU's bad one, which is bad and bad. <laughs> Do you know that if we were, had still been in the EU, we would have had to... Um joined in on their procurement plan would that have been compulsory i don't think it was was it uh i don't know i think there was an element of it that was compulsory because i know that some german states tried to do it on their own and then angela merkel like had to sent like an apology to the commissioner saying sorry sorry no don't worry we're not going to do anything on our own we'll we'll just sit still spangler nobles um, oh yeah yeah bangler Mer- <laughs> spangler merbel said uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know who you're talking about for a second there. Sorry, yeah, Spangler Merbles said sorry <laughs> uh, for trying to do it on our own. 
I don't know because, like with so many EU rules, they just they are what you make them. And part of the problem that Germany and France and all these other countries have had is that culturally they've decided to treat them as incredibly serious. Ah. Uh. But I think we kind of would have been screwed. Yeah, definitely, it wouldn't have been as good as it is now. There's no way. Yeah. 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 We've gone from the sick man of Europe to the pricked man of Europe. Ooh, very Thank good. You. Thank you. Da 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 da. Whatever the hell I got news for you theme is. The yes, that's the. I think that's true. Yeah, the the vacuum thing wouldn't wouldn't be going as well as it is now, and as we said in an, in another episode, if the price of that is 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 making a multi millionaire out of out of Matt Hancock's only friend, well then that's the price. <laughs> uh, the um, number ten has a new briefing room now. That's how regularly the prime minister has to address a calamity and disaster. Is that the number ten have had to build a special room for it? They've, 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 they, they were in the old room and they're like, we've, we've really briefed this thing out. <laughs> this thing has been briefed to the gills. We need a fresh room for this. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, uh, if you, if, if listeners, if you want to take part in the, in the, in the bud pod attempt to win a, 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 a not a pointless award, but it's uh, all awards to an extent or just made up, but we'll give it a go. Then do reply, um, to the tweet, and I'll I'll see if I can slowly be bothered to <laughs> fill in a series of forms saying genre poop, uh, number of downloads poop 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 poop. I hope you're entering us into the uh, best scripted podcast category. <laughs> best scripted drama, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, is this the Sony one? This award? That's just the British Podcast Awards. British Podcast Awards, okay. Uh, they, they they sound official because they clearly they were the first ones to, to nab that uh, domain. Are we going to lose our cult status, though? <sighs> you know, maybe, but uh, we, we hopefully we'll go from cult status to Elon Musk level. There'll be no none of that boring in-between stuff. Yes, let's get BudPod overvalued. Let's let, let's float BudPod. <laughs> it's a Is that what floating means? Uh, float on the stock market, yeah. It means overvalue something. No, no, no. It just means to put it on the stock market to be oh, traded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And, uh, yeah, just send those in to us. And other than that, I guess, uh, enjoy, enjoy the new briefing room, listeners, for the next week. Yeah, enjoy that briefing room. You earned that. We all did. The good you earned that with your hunger for briefings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yes, other than that, uh, hope you get the vaccine, uh, guys, and uh, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Have a good week. I love you all. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.